0: You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by Gem, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by SportsCenter Bar & Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out SportsCenter in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar.
1: booyah it's time for the game sports show powered by gem the game entertainment and media this is the sports center bar and grill playoff edition preview in the pocket and david mckagg here with the game sports show and i'm here joined by my co-host here joining me for the playoff preview show jamie antonello jamie how's it going my friend i'm
0: good buddy hope you had a happy holiday happy new year hopefully the listeners Got through their holiday. I know it would have been a lot different for a lot of people, but uh, yeah, we're into the new year and uh, we're going to talk some NFL playoffs.
1: Yeah, this is our first upload on the Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario side in 2021. And of course, as I mentioned, it's for a playoff preview. And I want to make sure I stress to the listeners that everything that's going on, make sure everyone stays safe as well as make sure you hit follow, like, and subscribe on all of our platforms. That is Facebook, Instagram, and through Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Podbean, and Podtail podcast platforms, as well as the website, thegamesportshow.com. You can make it part of your desktop on your laptop or mobile device. Uh, Simply put, Jamie, it's been a very stressful time for the local side of the game sports show for the Sioux Ontario gem local side and because of the COVID rising numbers. And in terms of that, there has been some sporadic scheduling uploads for the game sports show. So I want to make sure I let listeners know to please uh, continue to have your patience with our uploads as the schedule has been sporadic uh, ensuring that uh, we get the uploads out on time i'm going to make sure i let you know that going forward for the next couple weeks at least jamie uh that and also the crew at the game sports show has decided that we'll be doing our in-the-pocket uploads more so towards the weekend uh, just because of the covid regulations that could affect the sports as well as up-to-date uploads and just because of the COVID going around here in St. Marie with the lockdown that we have, it's much better that we follow it this way. Now, within the pocket here, Jamie, we missed last week. Uh, that is, we did miss last week, so we do apologize to listeners with that. We will give our listeners at the Super Bowl time we will announce our pick'em winners for this season. I know everyone likes when we do our pick'em's, and I know a lot of people follow our bets. Jamie, in terms of, you know, trusting our opinions. I don't know what well, name, I've never been told names, but I don't I don't think it's me. They're following. I think it's more so you and potentially EJ and Justin. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. That might be uh, as long as as long as they're not betting their mortgage, uh, I think they'll be safe.
1: <laughs> uh, and you know what? I, I like how the Jets, you know, I, I, I believed in the Jets. You, are-
0: I'll give you credit for there. I mean, <laughs> I was I did not believe in them even when they won one game. And then you kept you kept riding that bandwagon and it worked.
1: I did. You know what? Honestly, I'm not a betting guy. I follow the proper uh, professional protocols, if you will. But I I feel like I wish I would have put some money on that because maybe I could have paid off a couple bills, if you will. (laughs) Uh, Nonetheless, uh, Jamie, again, before we jump into our full playoff preview, I'm going to get the agenda here. Of course, it's right in the title. It's the playoff preview edition with the NFL. Jamie and I are going to go through all the games, of course, that are occurring this weekend. Walk weekend. Yes, it is. Uh, And games that are occurring today, and that's another reason why we're going to hit the upload right before kickoff, so you can listen to us before football starts. So that's why we're going to make this upload shorter than usual as well. We're going to make it quick and dirty, if you will. It's the terms that we like to use on the show. And may I stress again that please make sure you keep locked on the Game Sports show and keep an eye on our media uploads for it. in terms of our explanations for our schedule for the week, as there's going to be delays. Some shows might be postponed, pushed to other days. Either way, we will ensure we get our uploads to you. That goes for all the Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario shows and the gem local side of the shows. However, in the, ESPN 1400 uploads that will be on Mondays still because it is on live radio as well as the hot seat will continue every Thursday was the consistent uploads for the game sports show and make sure you check out those editions this week both Scott and EJ did fantastic shows and they did dive into a lot of football news there as well but we're going to cover the bases here and we have uploads coming up as well we have her in the pocket here we have strike zone with connor henderson we have a hockey preview so because that season starts in the next couple days as well as we have a special edition upload and i'm very excited for that upload because it's Darren McCarty, and it's going to be a bang to start the 2021 year with Darren McCarty. It's a very, it's a longer interview. It's extended version, but it is fantastic. Darren McCarty is a, just an overall funny human being the same way he is off the ice that he is on the ice. A Fantastic individual as well. So make sure you keep it locked on the game for all those uploads before that have occurred and are upcoming. Jamie, let's kick it off here. I went through the spiel. Welcome back here. Went through everything there. Got it all done in under five minutes. I'm pretty impressed with myself. Usually it used to take 10 minutes. That's now- true, yeah. Very true. Now, let's get into the football, okay? We're not going to really talk about last week. That has already been discussed, of course, on a lot of other media platforms. Scott has discussed it on Monday briefly as well uh, with our ESPN 1400 uploads. And EJ, of course, discussed a little bit of it on the hot seat and, dis- and went into stuff this weekend. So, we're going to touch other bases. And we're going to get into it. It's a big weekend. It's wild card weekend. The playoffs are a little bit different this year than it was last year. I believe they added a team each. Jamie, if I got that we- yeah, so
0: this is the biggest wildcard weekend we've ever seen, so there is three games both days, so you got six full games of NFL football, no overlap, so you can, if you really, really desire it, you have 18 hours of football all weekend if you want to get after it. It's
1: insane, and the first game is today, the day of this recording is January the 9th, and the game, one o'clock kickoff between the Colts and Mills, and you've got... The midday game, Rams and Seahawks. You got the night game, Bucks and Washington Football Club. Tomorrow, you got Ravens, Titans to start off your afternoon. Bears and Saints midday, and then the Browns and Steelers tomorrow night. And and yours truly have a little competition with that game a little fire we'll get to that game that's a great game to end our segment about because there's some comments that yours truly didn't like involving with that game uh, but we're gonna go right to the first game that's happening today uh, the colts and the bills okay i am very excited for this football game okay this is a great game to start it is fantastic. Philip Rivers there, okay. His nine kids that he's probably have will probably be in tenants. You know, the guy is an absolute stud. You got the Bills with with uh, with, uh, with Josh, Josh Allen. with Josh Allen, who's expected to have a massive extension. Okay, yeah, we know that's going to happen. That is as per NFL.com, and you have a Colts team that has done pretty well all season, right? You have a team that finished 11 and five on the season. The bills have finished 13 and three. So of course going into this game, I believe the bills are not high, high favorites. Okay. But they are the favorites to win this football game. And either way, this could go either side, Jamie. Yeah, this is a, this this is a great
0: game. This is one of the games. uh, There's, there's quite a few that are, I think going to be fun to watch. Uh, But this is a great game to start it off. I think, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, you have Indy last week. Jonathan Taylor had a massive game. I think he ran for 250 yards. And then Buffalo, I mean, they, they hung over 50 points last week uh, in a game where they, in theory, could have rested a lot of guys and not really done much. And they just said, nah, screw it. We're going to keep tuning up, uh, get the offense rolling. So, yeah, this is uh, going to be a fun one to watch. If you don't sleep on the Bills if you haven't watched them a ton. If you're a guy who likes offense good defense i mean they're just a well-coached team
1: they're they're
0: they are potentially going to give the chiefs a run i think on that side
1: i believe you know there's been a lot of talk this year that the bills could be a super bowl favorite not in terms of winning uh was i think they they could they could be a final four if not a super finalist right and and honestly josh allen this year was absolute fire uh you know i this was a Good year for Josh Allen to break out and get the Bills fans, Bills Mafia, man. It's such a very passionate fan base, and oh, they yeah. have seen success with an organization. They have seen teams go to Super Bowls, and we all know how that worked out for times, 25 years yeah, it's been a long time for the Bills, and now they got a good heartbeat in their offense, and that is Josh Allen, right? That firm believer giving basic football knowledge here, I see a lot of the offense stems from the quarterback. You have a strong quarterback, he can make...
0: Diggs, too, is a huge, huge addition. He's had a phenomenal season. Uh, Cole Beasley's been really good. Uh, The running backs have been been solid. I mean, Zach Moss, the rookie, and uh, I can't remember for the name of who their starting back is, but they are uh, – uh, Devin Singletary, sorry there. Um, but they've been, they've been a lot of fun to watch. Their offensive coordinator has, has those guys going, and they play really solid defense. So they built that team starting with the defense, and they let Josh Allen develop and start to bring some pieces in. And uh, this is, they're in their window right now because Josh Allen is set to, to get an extension. So next season will be his last year on his rookie deal. Meaning, if they're going to get it done, it's going to need to be in the next two or three years before
1: they, because he's going to be making a lot more money. So they're not going to be able to add all those pieces. Exactly. And that's where, you know what, it, it, hopefully, I love when uh, kind of athletes take more of a humble route, but we all know that that is a, <laughs> not always a thing. I'm not, these aren't hockey players. I'm not saying the football players. No, aren't. It's, yeah, it's a little it's, bit it's different. different. Much yeah. It's a lot different. So the big thing that, and you mentioned Stefan Diggs there, you know, watching him in Minnesota, you know, there was always that excitement to watch him. He's a good receiver, right? But I feel like that went under the radar a little bit in the offseason. The thing that people, when they talked about it, especially on shows, it wasn't something that was heavily talked about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Diggs is going to come in. He's going to really help all the uh, Buffalo Bills offense. He's going to he's going to help Josh Allen have another option to throw the ball to. It wasn't like he jumped. A lot of people jumped up and said, oh, Diggs is going to be one of the best receivers in the, in the league this year. No, he's not gonna, at all. It, there, there was, was nothing, nothing like that.
0: Yeah, he was... Uh, a lot of people were kind of labeling him as a potential cancer. Just because, I mean, he was pretty vocal, uh, not a super positive guy in Minnesota. He was uh, not a Kirk Customs fan. He was kind of up and down. He was hot. He was the epitome of the diva wide receiver is kind of what he was turning into. Uh, And I'll say this. I mean, he's had a great season. He's got the ball a lot. He led the league in catches this year. And I think he's uh, matched well there. Um, I'm not, I think the culture in Buffalo is great and I think he's kind of fallen in line a little bit. Um, now that being said, it'd be interesting to see if next year, if he has a down year statistically, if the old Stefan Diggs roars his head, but, uh, for the moment, I mean, he's, uh, he's not been saying anything stupid in the media. He's been a team guy and yeah, he's, uh, I'm excited to watch him play today.
1: Thanks. So for sure, we talked a lot about Buffalo. There, we're definitely going to go over to Indianapolis right now to give a little points about them before we ultimately choose our winner. And we're going to go through this, uh, listeners, to give you a reminder through each. We're going to have a little analysis about each game that we are going to pick who we think is going to win. We're not going to have a, who we think is going to pull out win the Super Bowl overall. We might throw a little teaser out there who we think a favorite is, but we're going to keep it week by week predictions here. As you know, earlier this year is where we kind of picked our Super Bowl favorites, unless Jamie wants to jump in and choose his at the end. We're going to go through each game and team briefly. So we're going to talk about Indianapolis here, then we'll move on to the next game. Indianapolis, Phillip Rivers has went into that team and has put that team over, like Onto another level, and overall that team defensively has played great. Yeah, offensively, everything everything's just really clicking in Annapolis, right? It's that team to go got to watch because they are going into this game as not the favorites, the underdog, if you will, but not by much, but they are going in there by a significant number in terms of... Yeah, I think it's six points right now is really yeah. the betting line. Yeah, and you look at Indianapolis, you can't sleep on this team. Phillip Rivers can, can throw the football, he's a leader, and overall with the Indianapolis Colts, they're just a team to watch. Yeah, I think
0: uh, I think Philip has had a, a very steady season. I mean, he it's not he hasn't been super flashy or anything. He hasn't thrown for five thousand yards or thirty five or forty touchdowns, but he's been a steady veteran presence and he's not made mistakes. I mean, kind of played the way Philip Rivers has played consistently. Um, and then I mean, Jonathan Taylor has kind of emerged in that backfield. He's mm-hmm. a young guy. He's he's the hot hand right now. Uh, he, so I think that's Indy has developed into a they're a pretty balanced offense, but I think they're going to be run first. We're going to see how this game goes. Uh, but I think the scary thing is like Phil Rivers still threw for 4000 yards this year. And but he doesn't have a lot of guys like T.Y. Hilton was the leading receiver with only seven hundred and sixty yards. So they're spreading the ball around. Uh, but more importantly, I think this game is going to be their defense. I mean, it's whether or not they're going to be able to contain Buffalo, uh, if they can keep them contained and stay in that game and not let them run away with it, not let Josh Allen get hot, That uh, then Indy has a chance.
1: Definitely. You know what? I, I, this is probably, like you said, we have to have the most exciting game to get into and watch. And we really want to jump into this game a little bit more in explanation because of it being the first game of the playoffs. And just credit over to Buffalo and everything. And Jamie, going into our prediction for the game, I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to say Buffalo, but by not a lot. And I'm sorry to say that about Justin, uh, who's not here to defend his Colts today, uh, or really we're not taking any live calls or anything. So the Colts fans can't really jump in. So hopefully we don't lose any followers because of that. Cause I know a few Colts fans that, that love the game sports show. Uh, so, Buffalo just because Jamie that this year I feel like Josh Allen and Diggs and just that offense, the momentum going into the playoffs. I, I just feel like Buffalo's not done here. They're just on that mission. They look like they're on that mission as a team. So I'm gonna say Buffalo is the favorite. They are and they are gonna win this football game. What say you?
0: I'm gonna go with Buffalo as well. I think they're I think they're just a more complete balanced team and I think they're I think they're they're feeling it right now. I mean they're on a six game win streak. They're, uh, they've, they've entered the upper echelon of the AFC, and I just don't think that the Colts, as even as if they play stellar defense and are able to get a couple turnovers, I just think Buffalo's gonna be able to to hang, and they got they have all the they, they got all the tools. I think they're I think they are they're, they're
1: primed for a deep playoff run. Buffalo. I think so as well. Next game, Hamm- James, midday. Yeah. The Rams and the Seahawks. Uh, the Rams, honestly, I thought at one point this season we wouldn't be talking about them in the playoffs. To be honest with you, no you know, kidding, I didn't think they'd be anywhere near there. No, and you know they snuck into the playoffs, and they
0: obviously
1: playing today. We're talking about. It. You got you got Jared Goff. You have you have Robert Woods. You have also uh, Cooper cops Sorry, you got tight end uh, Tyler Higaby. You got a decent offense there with the with the Rams, and on defense. You know, obviously Aaron Donald, right? Ooh. Like they 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 got they got Jalen Ramsey back there. They got some good names on the defensive side of the football. And then when you go over and look at the Seahawks, DK Metcalf, who has emerged as one of my favorite receivers now, to be honest with you, DK Metcalf is an absolute beast. You got Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson, who was basically and arguably the best quarterback up until week, About week, eight. Nine, yeah. week eight, week <laughs> nine, right? You know he had. Stellar numbers, right? And you look at the defensive side of the football. They aren't the Legion of uh, Legion of Doom, I believe they're called. If I got that uh, correctly. You yes. Are correct, yes. There we go. I don't. Want, I almost sometimes say Legion of Doom at one point in one conversation. I'll make sure I never make that mistake <laughs> again. But yeah, Legion, uh, and they have good names still back there. Bobby Wagner. If I, um, they have Carl Dunlap, they got they got some names on the defense of the football that are still great, and the team still defensively is really strong. So I know the Seahawks from what basically on the expert end here saying uh, is that they are the favorites to win this football game. I believe the line is spread. I don't know if it's as big as Buffalo is. I didn't get a chance to look at the lines, but they, the Seahawks I think are the better overall team essentially than the LA Rams. But you look at an LA, the Rams team. This is a team that's only a couple years away from not being the Super Bowl. Yes. They did lose some guys <laughs> from when they did have yeah. the against the Patriots, but you know, this is still another team that you might have to watch it. Right, The first half of the year, they weren't hot. The last half of the year, they were hot, and they're riding into the playoffs with momentum. And the Seahawks had all the momentum for the first 10 weeks, and they've been kind of inconsistent for the last handful-plus weeks of the season, to be honest with you, in my opinion. They haven't been the same Seahawks team for years to see at the beginning of the year. So this game can go anywhere, Jamie.
0: Yeah, I think the big question is going to be whether or not Jared Goff plays. I think yeah. he, he had surgery on that dislocated throwing thumb, and... It's uh, he's still listed as questionable. I think he's basically a game time decision. Uh, John Wofford is the backup, he played in week 17, um, and played decently, didn't do anything spectacular, but kept that offense going, made some throws. Uh, but that's honestly, uh, if Jared Goff was healthy and there was no question, I'd be picking the Rams today, but. I just even with that thumb uh, only because the Rams have like a top three defense in the league Aaron Donald's playing dominant football uh, I, and I think Russell's been kind of struggling the last six weeks It's he's got all that playoff experience and that team has all those guys but I mean you can only do so much and it would kind of be I, it's a division game too right within the playoffs this is their third meeting of the season so they know each other intimately. Um, I think Sean McVay is has learned a lot since he lost that Super Bowl to New England, and I, I don't. I think he's gonna be completely prepared for this game, regardless of golf is playing. But yeah, it's it's this is gonna be an exciting one.
1: It would have been awesome. You low know, scoring, but exciting, I think. It's gonna be very low scoring. And people may not realize. You know, with the Seahawks, you maybe think of higher scoring because of the way Russ can play and run football. But I know what I would love to see with L. A. going in. Jim, to be honest, Blake Bortles. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, I would literally love Blake Bortles to the be on the If Jared doesn't play and John, you know, don't I don't wish injury upon anybody ever. But maybe you know he hurts himself. Or plays, <laughs> or, yeah, or just plays poorly and gets pulled. Exactly. Then Blake Bortles is on the sideline, dripping sags. You know, that's an old I know that's an old joke, but you can see him on the sidelines dripping sags, thinking he's not going in. But guess what? <laughs> You're in. Uh, I would love to see Blake Bortles get in there and somehow pull away with the win over the Seahawks. But, you know, one can wish of stories like that in the world of media. So Jared Goff, you know, obviously a game time decision. I can't see him not starting though. Jamie, I know he had that surgery. I think they're going to, he's going to give it a shot, but John will be at the ready of course. Right. And I feel like if you get down early by even a touchdown and that yeah. first, first sequence out of Jared looks struggling, he, he's out. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a short leash. For and, sure. Maybe even mean, with John, maybe it's a short leash with him, too. If he's really, you know, throws a couple picks that lead to a touchdown and down 21 nothing or something, then maybe Blake Bortles has going to put out that cigarette and get ready to go in the game. So the, it's going to be interesting to see what Sean does overall with his quarterback situation here today. Um, it's recording We don't have a 1st served statement about who's playing what, but we do expect that Jarrett will probably start, if not John, on the ready for that. But even with the Seahawks, Jamie, th- this is a team that, As we just went into that inconsistency, I jumped into a lot before I slid over to you uh, for your take. I'm just – this is a team that has a lot of Super Bowl experience still too as well with Russ there of course. And uh, just that leadership portion, I I still think the Seahawks are going to pull away in this football game. My honest opinion even though the inconsistency when the game matters that's when the that's when the players come out to play that's where the true talent that's where you get to really submerge yourself as an elite player when you come out for those big moments in the game and that's where the Seahawks I think are going to come out today and I'm not saying that the Rams don't have that talent or players that won't of course Jared's great you have on the defensive end of the football They're, they they got a lot of talent as well but I just feel like the Seahawks offense and just the Seahawks as a team overall are, are going to submerge and become and come over top of of the Rams here in the end of the game so yeah. and big as I think Russ Wilson is gonna be the big key of it Wow I can't believe I said Russ Wilson to be key of that offense is basic under, basic media uh, kind of <laughs> research there if you will but a big name that watch out to have a great game here today I mean I have a feeling it's gonna be Tyler Lockett I feel like Lockett and Russell Wilson are gonna lock it in if you will today and are going to walk away and fly away, if you will, going with the pens, uh, the puns. Sorry, I can't even talk as clear as I want to, (laughs) but the puns today. So I feel like they're going to fly away with the win over the Rams, in my opinion. What say you, Jamie?
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to pick Seattle. I I think it's going to be very close. Mm -hmm. This is a game that if there's a a massive turnover at at late in the game or a big special teams play, something could flip. This is probably the game that I'm least confident in picking a winner out of the whole weekend. But I'm going to go with Seattle. Like I said, though, if golf was completely healthy, I think I would have gone the other way. But uh, I'm going to pick Seattle
1: today. Key thing that you said before we transition that I like is that McVay's preparation. I think the coaches don't get as much love as they should in terms of getting ready for the game as much as I hear. Potentially, maybe they do streams. But I really feel like. Uh, that the coaches are a big part, especially in these close games, because of their actions of what they choose to do, I and mean, if they take that risk or the play calls that they get to make. It, I really think coaching is going to be a big part of where people may not realize. Maybe someone will Russ, or might look at Jared, or uh, or may look at DK Metcalf, or look at these guys and like, oh, they're not doing as strong as they should. But either outside of that the coaching plays and everything that's going to be called the play calling the silence from all the coaching staff is going to be big in this particular game because you said it's going to be very very close yeah tampa, tampa bay and washington okay this is the game that we're going to see tonight to be honest i would have liked to see the schedule switched around i would have liked yeah to me too hold some bills at night and i would have liked to see the bucks in washington to be the first game the midday game i think is perfect but nonetheless we can't argue with the schedule tom brady's in the night game so <laughs> it is tom brady so so, yep. and I speaking with Tom Brady, this is a roster that going into the season is really impressive. I, I thought this team was going to finish better than what they did. The Buccaneers finished 11-5. and five. I figured they'd be a third-3 team was my prediction. Washington Football Club gets into the playoffs with a 7-9 and nine record, which, you know, some people may have issue with, but they look at the offense of the Buccaneers, Evans, Gronkowski, you have uh, Chris Godwin, you have Tom Brady, you you got obviously Antonio Brown in the secondary side, who's obviously not the same Antonio Brown as we're used to seeing. And then you got Sue on defense, uh, you got Jason Pierre-Paul on defense, you got some names that have been around in, in the game, right? And what I find with the Buccaneers, if this team was around in 2014, they they might have had an undefeated season. <laughs> okay, I think this team would have been undefeated in 2014. Yeah. Uh, and but nonetheless, the, some guys are a bit older. Some guys come out of retirement to play, A.K.A. just Rob Gronkowski, really, and, and Antonio Brown. Uh, but we have a team here that has the, all that potential to just to just explode. And they are the favorites going into this football game, of course. But what I like the most about this is the storyline. Storyline that I liked a lot. I said a lot was Alex Smith. Okay, I would love for Alex Smith, and I think you're gonna agree with me, Jamie, since you're former fan. Buc- uh, yes, that, the, th- thank you for that again, as <laughs> always. Uh, the Smith, if he can walk away with the win today and lead Washington to defeat the Buccaneers and eliminate Tom Brady and company, it would just enhance the storyline to his year. And the list goes on. You know, everyone has seen it on social media. Well, he's
0: already – he's a lock for comeback player of the year. That's not even a question. If anybody yeah. says otherwise, they're just an idiot.
1: Strong well, blue. They're on glue.
0: <laughs> they're on glue, yeah. There was a lot of words I wanted to say, but this is a, this is a <laughs> popular radio show, so I can't say those words. But, yeah, the problem is we don't know if he's going to play. So Alex Smith missed week 15 and 16 with a calf injury, and they're going to be super careful with him yep. because of how many all those devastating leg injuries he's battled through. Yep. So we don't know if we're going to see him. He played last week. It was a pivotal win. They got the W regardless of what you want to say about the Eagles and all that crap, and we will get we can get into that in the offseason more, but if, if he plays, I mean, uh, is it enough to make a difference? Maybe. The Bucks are eight-point favorites. It's in Washington, which is a... But honestly, I I don't know. I, I still think that the Bucks are going to come out on top today regardless. Washington has a decent defense, but like you said, Tom Brady, there's all that experience. Bruce Arians usually has his best stuff early in the playoffs, I have found he uh, he, he kind of slows down a little bit as a play caller this is just my honest, my opinion from watching him call plays uh, throughout the years, I think it's uh, he's not the same as he was like back in 2008 with Pittsburgh, so uh, I still think that is going to come out on top, but yeah, Alex Smith maybe he makes a couple special plays but that defense is really, if they're going to have to make, they might have to score twice for Washington to win today
1: yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And that's, as I was saying, the the storyline would be great And with Smith. You got to watch his health. Health is first concern because of everything that he's battled through. It's not just a basic knee injury where it's like, okay, uh, you healed after six weeks. No, no, no. Or there's
0: it, risk. They, he thought he was going to die. He thought he was yeah. going to lose his leg. Like there's yeah. a lot more at stake here.
1: Yeah, a lot more. And there comes a point that it is, people say, oh, it's a business. Nah, there there's a line after a while. There's a little bit of a line. If there isn't a line, there's a lot of issues that come up. And I feel like with Washington, they are going to be in tough today. So I know we didn't jump into too much. I know our most game that we jumped into with the most analysis was the Indianapolis Colts and Buffalo game. And that kind of says the game that we're most excited for, I think, to watch today. Well, yeah, today, for sure. For sure. Uh, but. We're going to make our predictions now, Jamie, between Tampa Bay and Washington. And uh, with going first in this one, I'm going to say Tampa Bay is going to win this football game. I wanted to say Washington. I really did. I wanted to say that Smith was going to be the deciding factor, and I hope that he is. I want to stress this. I hope Washington wins. I hope the storyline is Smith. I want to see that. I want to be wrong. But – because of making sure I want to try to have a perfect playoff bracket on our show. I want to say that the Buccaneers are going to win this football game, but it ain't going to be by as much as people think. Uh, but it's not going to be as close as maybe some other people think as well. I think uh, Tom Brady is a playoff performer. He's been here before, and I think that's going to really submerge uh, the Buccaneers to victory, as long, and as long as he can help lead his offense that are still a bit behind, I feel like, uh, in preparation this year. I feel like Gronkowski isn't the same Rob Gronkowski that we're used to seeing. If we can start seeing some of the players come out to play that can put out the true numbers that they can, I feel like Tom, uh, Tom Brady and company are going to be quite dangerous. What about you, Tom? I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. Yeah, as much as I w- I
0: would love to see Washington win. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be the upset of the week, like maybe the year, mm-hmm. and uh, just be super ecstatic for, I mean, even with Ron Rivera, all the stuff he's gone through with battling cancer. But I, I just think the Bucks are going to – I don't even think this game's going to be that close. They're eight-point favorites. I could easily see them winning by 14 or 17. No problem, I think, today. So – yeah, i got to go with Tampa Bay. It's uh, as much as I would love to see Washington pull it off, and I'm hoping for it, but i got to go with the box.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's realistic. Try. We did some cold bets throughout the year, but we're not going to do that, a.k.a. the Jets in my last couple weeks. Nonetheless, Jamie, we've talked about three games. Why not? So I think it's perfect that we just go to commercial quickly here. Give us her, give her some love to our sponsors. A couple commercials out there. Take a quick break. A sip of water. It's too early to be having pints right now, if you will. Is because- it? Well, no, one o'clock when the kickoff is, it won't be. So I want to make sure that I uh, don't. Five o-
0: o'clock somewhere, Dave.
1: <laughs> I like that. Now we're gonna come back after the break. We're gonna get into last, the, sorry, the last three games of the wild card weekend here, which will be of course on the Sunday games before we wrap up our show. This is the Sports Center Bar and Grill edition in the pocket and the football preview show. We're gonna hear some voices from our show's family for in terms of sponsorships. Make sure you don't go anywhere. we read be right back here on The Game Sports Show.
0: The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With a name to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, N-C-I-N, the reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. The Game Sports Show and Game Entertainment Media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com, where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out Sports Center in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game Sports Center Bar and Grill,
1: the Sioux's best sports bar. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. Sports Center Bar and Grill, in the pocket, playoff preview show. I make sure I give some extra love here to Sports Center Bar and Grill. Got their 75 cent wing nights on Monday and Wednesdays. Of course, as of right now, that is halted because of our lockdown here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Hashtag gem local. But you can still do takeout at Sports Center Bar and Grill. Okay. I did takeout last night. I got some chicken wings. I got the veal, uh, par, I got the parm wrap, sorry. I also got some fries. Oh, it was absolutely Delicious. Okay. So make sure you check out Sports Center Bar and Girl Social Media as well, Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you give them a shout for takeout. If you don't want to cook like I didn't last night, just make that order, make that call. It's a smart way to go. Okay. I want to make sure I give that extra love here at the beginning of the part two of the show because in part one, we had a lot to get to. We had to try to get in everything in all little time. Plus, I had to give our listeners a full review of the what's going on in last week, this week of the show, and everything of such. So listeners. Make sure that you check out SportsCenter and we'll give them more some more extra love at the end. And you obviously heard a couple commercials where SportsCenter. sports center there at break. They are fantastic. And there's a reason why they're the Sioux's best sports bar for five years in a row. Okay. That's not a joke. Okay. That's not a joke. They also facts. have the best wings around. That that is actual facts. That you can search that. I'm not just pulling that out of my ass. That is an actual thing. Okay. Just so everybody knows. Sports Center Bar and Girl, the Sioux's best sports bar. Now, Jamie, part two of our show with yes. the we talked about the games on Saturday. We went into a little longer than we thought we would, of course. That's fine. We still have some time here. Jump into tomorrow's games because I will remind this recording is occurring on a first time ever for in the pocket, may I add, on a Saturday. Okay, that this True. has never happened. Uh, again, COVID-19, making schedule changes around here for the game sports show, even though that we are virtual. <laughs> Sunday games, Ravens, Titans, Bears, Saints, Browns, Steelers. Okay. Now, I'm not going to lie, Jamie. I'm actually a bit more excited for tomorrow's games. I'm very excited for the game this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Okay, that's one of my favorite games of the weekend. Do not get me wrong. But in terms of a full day of football, okay, I'm very excited for tomorrow. A little bit suspect about the Bears and Saints. I feel like that isn't going to be as uh, exciting as some of the games here today.
0: Well, yeah. Don't don't say anything, man. I mean, like now you got to make me knock on wood and stop. <laughs>
1: Ravens-Titans. We'll go there first. We'll go in the order, of course, because I know with the Steelers and Browns, uh, there might go a little bit extra comments, if you will. I wonder wonder why. Uh, Ravens and Titans. Okay, I'm very excited about this game because the Ravens, okay, this was a team that Battled with Lamar being down this year, okay, having some injury. And then RG3 going in there. The Ravens finished 11-5. Very dangerous football team when healthy, the Ravens, all right? This is a team that is a year off from uh, winning the division last year, okay? And very dangerous football team in general because of who they have on their roster when healthy. But I know that there's the Titans. You have Derrick Henry, who is absolutely... Sick. Okay, that that is all I'm gonna say about. Had a massive year. Yeah, massive season. That's putting it lightly, okay. And I know players on IR with the Ravens. I think RG3 is hurt. Trace McSorley's hurt. That's their depth chart for quarterback. So Lamar is the only guy who's ready to go to be a quarterback, and he better yeah. be 100%. But you do have Marquise Brown. You have Snead, who is questionable, I believe, for the game tomorrow, if I read that correctly in the review. Yeah, uh Yeah, you just have a stable of running backs with Edwards, Dobbins, and Ingram. Then you got Des Bryant, who's on the secondary. You know, like it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a neat little roster that's put together for the Ravens this season. And uh, like I said, you said the running back, it is there's a lot of there's a lot of talent that they can run the football. Look, Lamar Jackson alone can run the football as much as the running backs can. So I feel the Titans are going to really have to stop that running game to be really successful because I feel like they can really contain the receiving end of the football to an extent. It just got to really watch the running. But you look at the Titans depth chart. They're, they're pretty healthy, okay? This yeah. is All this is as per our friends with ESPN.com, of course. Everyone knows the Game Sports Show is close with ESPN. So Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, AJ Brown, Corey Davis. Who, I must act, star Corey Davis for six of my weeks this year. I'm an idiot <laughs> because each week he got 15 20 25 points okay the guy just knew he was on my bench I guess and decided to go off uh, that's why I finished last this year's because of Corey Davis no, that's not true. oh is uh,
0: that, that's what you're gonna blame him on
1: playing <laughs> on that but hey finals last year I didn't make anything this year you know also it's kind of I'm gonna blame Corey Davis for uh Chubby Johnson football fantasy team losing uh oh, there you go I think right in my title is where I've lost Chubby Johnson, Nick Chubb hurt and David Johnson. I believed in David Johnson this year. But nonetheless, Corey Davis is a big part of that offense in a way. OK, so as well as A.J. Brown, they're both so so like imperative. They're almost like a Juju Smith Schuster and a Chase Claypool to an extent. Okay, and I don't mean by personality and we're going to jump into what we mean about that later on. Uh, But. Corey Davis and A.J. Brown can really get the football a shared amount of time. Tannehill has a good shared, equal option. And, of course, if he doesn't want to throw the football, he can just hand it off to a bus. <laughs> uh, and that bus is Derrick Henry. Jamie, slide over yeah. to you. I went through quickly both teams there. You can talk about both teams as well as who, you know, might submerge as a team that could be a favorite because of where the edges in this game.
0: Well, uh, when they played in the regular season, Tennessee won 30-24. to 24. It was a pretty close game. Uh, I think, yeah, these are two teams that both had pretty serious COVID uh, outbreaks throughout their, throughout their uh, seasons. The Baltimore was kind of in the middle of the year. Uh, Tennessee was the first team, really, that had a COVID outbreak for the year, and they clearly got through it. They struggled a little bit early, but they've been rolling for 10 weeks. Derek Henry, only the eighth guy to go over 2,000 yards. They uh, it's interesting because this is the number one and number two rush offense in the entire league. Mm. So it's going to be fun to see that. I think the big, the big thing is going to be can Tennessee's defense hold up. They're not a solid defense. They give up a ton of yards. They've given, they're giving up 27 points a game and over 400 yards offense versus Baltimore only giving up 19 points a game. So I think that that's going to be the edge for me. Uh, It's going to be, why I'm going to go with Baltimore today? They're a slim favorite at three points on the road, but it's uh, I just I just don't believe in Tennessee's defense, and I think that Baltimore is going to be able to stop, uh, not necessarily stop the run, but they're going to be able to limit Tennessee to be one dimensional. I think because AJ Brown and Davis have been hitting all their yards on massive play action, Tannehill taking shots. I mean, he's he's thrown for 33 touchdowns. He's had great completion percentage, but he also has Derrick Henry running the ball, loading the box, making the reads very easy for him. So I think Baltimore's defense is going to uh, really be the difference maker today.
1: I think so. You know what? Honestly, it's this is an exciting game to watch as well because the potential that it can go both ways. Uh, with prediction for my end, and of course Jamie's end. Sticking to myself, going first. Ravens Titans great game overall but I am going to give the Titans I'm, I have a feeling I, uh, I, I have a strong feeling for the Titans this week uh, I feel Tannehill everything's been such a great success story with Tannehill Tennessee too right since last year so with him knocking off Brady and the Patriots last year as well I feel the experience for a lot of the players on Tennessee is going to really be great obviously Baltimore has experience as well uh, but the better quarterback in this game is Lamar Jackson. I'm going to flat out say it. It's pretty obvious. And the running game is going to be a big part of this game for both teams. But I think if someone can pull away and show that they can throw the football and submerge and come up. I've said that word a lot today. Uh, pull over and uh, really come up as a leading receiver and really come pivotal into the game. I feel that's where it's going to pull away. And if uh, make a team go ahead in the game is if they can utilize their receivers more. So I'm going to go Tennessee on this game and not by much. It's going to be another close game this week. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm going with Baltimore. Uh, I think it's good. We, we don't have all the exact same picks, but yeah, I, I just, like I said, I just, I, I don't believe in Tennessee's defense enough. Uh, I think variable is going to have that team very prepared for the playoffs. And I think it could be a very close game. I could very well be wrong and I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, I, I think that Baltimore's D is going to be able to at least limit tennessee's offense in one regard and i just don't think that tennessee's defense is going to be able to hold back baltimore though well,
1: oh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a very exciting tomorrow with that game it's be very close to watch but we'll see what comes out of i one. bears and saints i know i may, i don't want to make you knock on what but i This is my least favorite game of the week weekend. Sorry to be honest. I'm not. I'm not even even less than the Buccaneers Washington. Just because of the storyline with Washington Tampa Bay more so. But I I just feel the difference in talent. Jamie is. But to say that about a team and it's football, it's just one week and you're done, right? It's 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 not like hockey or or basketball where you have a best of seven. Okay, that's not a thing. You have though the. The Saints, who have a depth chart of quarterback from Breeze, Taysom Hill, and Jameis uh, J- Winston, right? So, yeah. uh, a team overall with the running back side that I believe Alvin Kamara will not be in the game. I believe he that he
0: is in COVID protocol currently. Yes,
1: exactly. So he is out. That's a huge loss on the running ben uh, running ben great word running back, back, yeah, back. Yeah, there we go. Uh, then Emmanuel Sanders. There though, you got um, you have Michael Thomas who is out. Uh, who's uh, uh, back? He should be back today or on should Sunday. Be back. Okay, so with everything with the Saints, they're they, but they're battling right now, and obviously Drew Brees had injury this year. This is a team that's had the battle to get to where they are this year, and they have a good list of guys in their depth chart though. They have that depth, and that's why they've been able to get to where they are. And you look at the Bears. So okay, you got Trubisky, who I watched play the Lions earlier this year and just absolutely gave the Lions a win. But this is yeah. a then you got uh, Big Dick Nick. You know, right behind him, uh, there's some, if Mitch maybe struggles in the game, maybe Nick goes into the game, right? Like, there's a lot when, that's where Nick,
0: uh, that's where he shines, right? Is coming off the bench. He's not the guy that you want to start a whole season. He had one really good season for Philly at the start of his career when he had Chip Kelly as his head coach. But then all of his success has been as a backup coming in, fitting in the system. But, and uh, so maybe that's, maybe that's the key for Chicago today. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think this is the, the biggest coin spread of the weekend, I think, with nine and a half to the Saints. It's in New Orleans, regardless of Alvin Kamara not being in. I think that Sean Payton's going to be able to get creative enough. Drew's healthy. He's steady. That Chicago Bears defense is good, but I think we're going to be able to neutralize Mac on the edge, do enough uh, creatively, and our defense has been the rock all season. With all the offensive guys going out, uh, and with Taysom Hill having to start a few games, or when Drew was down, I, I just think that uh, Chicago.
1: I just don't think they have. They.
0: I just don't think they have a top to bottom to be able to hang with the Saints.
1: No, I. I this is the biggest spread of the week, as you mentioned, and rightfully so. Okay, uh, because overall, as a team, the Saints are a better football team. Now that's my common quote of the year, and I finally used it. <laughs> and I'm yeah, using it. For, and I'm finally using it as a playoff example okay it's good to say it in the season but we got to say it in the playoffs you know we'll see what happens though crazier things have happened in sports but i'm saying the saints jamie i think you'd agree yeah yeah it's saints
0: all day um it's it's in new orleans i think yeah regardless who chicago rolls out a quarterback
1: doesn't matter we're gonna win It does not matter. Last game we got to get into, Jamie. We don't have too much more time uh, to really jump into, but we try to save a little bit of time for this game in particular. The Browns and Steelers. David McKay's Pittsburgh Steelers. EJ Russell's Cleveland Browns. Now, we didn't get a chance to be in the puck last week. EJ didn't have the chance to come in here today. It would have been awesome to have EJ and Justin in particular uh, yeah. because of the debates we could have had. With, uh, we would have had to make sure we had extra time from the production end of things. But at the end of the day, this is going to be my favorite game of the weekend, biased because and, two because of the uh, overall comments that were made in this, for this game. I actually didn't see this comment until it was sent to me. I missed it on the news feed. It was sent to us by one of our hockey analysts, Dane Hantrell on the Game Sports Show, where he mentioned, it was through TSN, I think they're still the same Browns team. I play every year. They're nameless gray faces. They have a couple good players on their team, but at the end of the day, the Browns is the Browns. That comes from the words of Juju Smith-Schuster, the guy who danced on a local this year, the guy who is becoming more of... A personality of an asshole. That's the word I'm going to use. And this is coming from a Steeler fan. I'm sorry. The guy is turning into a personality to what we saw with Antonio Brown before. That's what it seems like it's leading into. Okay. Now, I like confidence. I believe in confidence. Okay. We've had a lot of vocal wide receivers in our game that we've had to watch. Terrell Owens who's one of my favorite receivers of all time. Okay. was quite vocal. Cried about his quarterback, for Christ's sake. Okay. You don't see that ever now. So, you have Juju Smith-Schuster who I'm comparing to, to the likes of Antonio Brown and Terrell Evans or Terrell Owens, sorry, Terrell Evans. Terrell Owens. And it's not for a good reason. You know, but Juju is a very strong quarter or receiver. I am struggling a lot of words today. Very strong receiver. You're good, buddy. You're good. Power through. And he has speed. He is a great, tall receiver that's really beneficial if you're tall and have that ability to catch the football and run fast. He is he – is, I want to consider him an elite receiver. I do, Jamie, really much so. This year it didn't really show as much as the other years did, but he is in the likes of a, one of the top receivers in the league, I think, in my opinion. That also might be a little bit biased. But yeah, I'm I am you're a little
0: about, biased there, but I'll talk about it after.
1: But Juju, this personality – is, is an issue. I'm not a fan of it. I know Ben Roethlisberger doesn't like it either. I also know Mike Tomlin doesn't like it either. Okay. And I'm just not a fan of what he said because that's not the same Browns team that we saw 20 years ago that went through 33 different quarterbacks when New England only had one. Okay. This is for that amount of time. So I this is a different Browns team with a great offense, well-coached, Baker is. Really well-coached. You got to watch out for those Browns, okay? They, they are a good football team.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, just to comment about your Juju, I think Juju is a great number two. I think when it was Juju and Antonio, and Antonio was still mm. producing on the field, that's when Juju shone, right? Like, But I just think he struggled to being a number one. And I think when Chase Claypool was playing, was really hot the first eight weeks, being that young guy who's, tall, kind of Calvin Johnson-esque frame that can blow the top off and take the deep stuff. I think then Juju can shine being a route runner and taking over in the middle of the field. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the Browns might be the worst team to give bulletin board material to because, A, I think they have a lot of guys that believe in their swagger and stuff, and I think that kind of comes from Baker and a lot of guys on that defense. But they also, the Browns had a bit of a COVID COVID issues this week they have a few guys out um but they couldn't practice till friday so all they got to do was think about that quote and be in the film room and work out and do all the things and like that's the dumbest thing they could have done so these guys would have been, would have been fueled for these two intense days of practice leading into their game on sunday night i, I yeah like I, I just think juju's such an idiot he's dancing all the logos whatever i I think he's, like you said, becoming a cancer and if Pittsburgh can't get him under control, I think they just got to cut him loose.
1: Oh, and they will, they, they, they do not care. They will do that. They have done that to players. They will yeah. get for nothing. Antonio Brown for that third. I remember when they traded Antonio Brown for a third round pick to the Raiders and I said, Oh, we could have got a lot more. We won that trade. <laughs>
0: 100%
1: you did. So, And I say we because of being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. My apologies to listeners to make sure I don't confuse anyone because I'm not saying the game sports show trade Antonio Brown. Uh, I, The Pittsburgh Steelers as a team won that trade. Le- Le'Veon Bell, ever since he yeah. left the Steelers, he hasn't been the same Le'Veon Bell. He hasn't. But it's not like they got really anything for them, so it's not like they really gain anything, but at the end of the day, you didn't really lose much either. You just lost someone who was a cancer in your locker room because we didn't want to be there. And Chase Claypool, Mapletron himself, has played fantastic this year. He has so potential that he could be. The
0: problem is, I think he's kind of falling into Juju's shit.
1: Yes, he's yeah, got to get out of that.
0: And, uh, I mean, for, like these guys care more about being famous on TikTok and, and <laughs> Twitch than they do about winning NFL games.
1: They do, and it's not good. And no, with Juju and Chase, if they fall out, them but Ben retiring in the next, who knows when? When that be? If it's going to be next year, year after, whatever it may be, then you got a team with Pittsburgh that's going to be going to be not an exciting football team to watch for a little bit because the Steelers will cut these guys if you will not get if you won't get your head out of your ass. All right, At yeah. The there's,
0: there's a real possibility that Pittsburgh could go into a
1: serious rebuild for five years serious rebuild you know and at the end of the day this this could this year and maybe even next year could be the years where they got to try to get it done and you know what that isn't going to be an easy path because the browns with baker chubb i'm a big fan nick chubb i think he is awesome Uh, and then you have
0: and then you have kareem hunt to be the change of pace back which is yeah this i I think that cleveland's offense is dangerous their defense has been playing quite well i think they have some guys on defense out <laughs> due to COVID, which is going to be, could yeah. have going to cause some problems. Yeah, uh, But I mean, yeah, they're uh, like Denzel Ward and uh, Kevin Johnson. So two better corners. I think that could be a problem, a big one, but if they can overcome that, it's uh, going to be a good game, I think.
1: I think so. You know what? Obviously, Miles Garrett, there's history between these Browns and Steelers. I feel like this game is going to get real aggressive, real yeah. fast. Really, yeah. OK, especially with Juju's comments just add a fuel to the fire and he better be backing that up because if he doesn't next week, I'm coming for Juju Smith-Schuster. Tony, right now I'm going to say words about Juju Smith-Schuster that, you know, people are going to wonder if I'm actually a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. OK, and, and I'm going to say <laughs> that you're going to be appropriate. I promise. I can actually control my words in the world of meat. That's my first jab to Juju right there. Nonetheless, Steelers, in my opinion, Jamie, going to who he thinks is going to win. I'm staying biased on this one. And number two, given a realistic end, just that edge of experience with Ben being there. I think there might be a little bit of an edge on Baker. And maybe Juju backs up his words, but the key player that I'm watching with next to Ben is James Connor and Chase Claypool is a tie for me. I feel like if Connor could really run the football, that would be huge. But if Chase Claypool could be the guy that we saw for the first 10 weeks of the season, then that will be the thing they'll put Pittsburgh over the top. And on the end of healthiness for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are a healthy team all around, except – with keys, like offensively, but defensively, they miss a lot of key guys. You got Devin Bush, you got Bud Dupree, you got Joe Aiden, you got guys that are out and everyone knows that I'm a big Devin Bush fan. So, but TJ Watt this year has been very strong. Uh, You got Cameron Hayward back there. You still got uh, Avery Williamson, who they had to get in for the injury of Devin Bush. You still got a decent defensive core that can get you deep into the playoffs. So, if the defense can hold tight and keep battling and the offense can actually come out to play and big Ben be a big leader in that that's what's going to get them over the top so I got Pittsburgh winning this game Jamie
0: yeah like you said you mentioned the defense on uh, the injuries on the defensive side for Pittsburgh I I think that the Devin Bush and the Dupree injury yes those were big losses at the time but it's been it's been weeks that they've been battling without those guys Uh, Joe Hayden could be an interesting one I think uh, because he's out with COVID so Joe Hayden is not the same guy he was when he was 23 and came to the league and was a star, number one, shutdown corner. But he's been playing pretty well in that Pittsburgh defense. I mean, he's kind of fallen into that role of being a classic corner for them, and that could be a be a problem, especially with the way the Browns have been moving the ball around, run first, and then. But they can come out and throw the ball eight times with Baker and sling it, and when he's feeling it, it could be an issue. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think that it's just it's not Pittsburgh's year. I just think there's been they've had such a decline with the five straight losses or not five straight but losing four over five division game. I think there's a lot if this is going to be a heated game, I think we could see some potential ejections in this game. I think there could be some some real bad blood. We could have some nasty hits. We could get some words thrown around. This one could be a controversial game, but uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland today.
1: Uh, it's it's going to be a good one. There's going to be, you know, today's games and tomorrow's games are all six games of absolute excitement, to the exception of maybe one or two games. And everyone knows what games that I'm referring to with those two games. Nonetheless, you're still going to have very full amount of weekend of excitement for football playoff time. It's going to be key. It's going to be the players that are, actual true players are going to come out to play and the players that show up are going to be the team that help their teams win. Jamie, now we've done in the pocket playoff preview edition. We're going to have in the pocket every week, and i mind remind listeners, again, they're going to be sporadic uploads. We are aiming to upload them on Friday or Saturdays, given especially with the COVID to ensure that the up-to-date news is accurate, as well as just because it's closed right before kickoff, so people can listen to us right before the game, of course. And it allows EJ Russell and in the with his hot seats to really lead up us to our show going into kickoff, of course, and especially with Scott on the ESPN 1400 and seeing those shows they had uploads this week they will have uploads next week as well keep an eye on that here on the Sault Ste. Marie Ontario side hashtag Gem local we will be doing her in the pocket as I mentioned here today and going forward for the NFL playoffs of course we'll have a hockey NHL preview show coming up this week as well as our special edition upload first one in 2021 with Darren McCarty myself Brendan Brooks and Dane Hancho was on the other end of that as well that joined us for that show with Darren. So make sure you keep it locked here on the Gain Sports Show on all of our platforms, on social media and multimedia platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Podtail, and Amazon podcast platforms. The website, make a part of your desktop on your mobile device or your laptop. Now, a special shout-out here again to Sports Center Bar & Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar for five years in a row. When we are allowed to go back in and dine in in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, once we can get over this hump and outbreak here in Sault Ste. Marie, 75 cent wing nights, Mondays and Wednesdays at Sports Center Bar and Girl. Great atmosphere to watch the game, football, hockey, whatever you want to watch. You got to go down to Sports Center to make sure you watch it and make sure, saving this for last, we have a Strike Zone upload edition this week as well. We're going to get to that recording. That will be uploaded tomorrow. So you'll have in the strike zone tomorrow. You'll have ESPN 1400 on Monday. You'll have special uh, edition on Tuesday, as well as our hockey preview edition show as well in a separate big week. Big week, lots of content coming up with the Game Sports Show and Jam Jamie. Thank you very much for taking the time to come on. I know it's just myself and you. We usually have three or four of us here today, but we made sure we got the content out and we went into a discussion about the playoffs. It's going to be exciting playoffs here, uh, and starting off today with the Colts and the Bills.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to uh, to watch a full weekend of football. Nice, have 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 some relaxing time and uh, just enjoy enjoy the NFL, baby. That's all we got to do. So hopefully. Well, I would say hopefully all of our all four of our teams between me, you, uh, Justin and EJ will win. But uh, at the very least, you or EJ are going to have a loss (laughs) with your your hometown teams there. But (laughs) it's it should be interesting. It's kind of cool that all four of our teams are in the playoffs. Uh, Sorry to uh, Matt Primo there with his his Giants. They were almost in. But. Uh, you can thank the Philadelphia Eagles for that one, but
1: oh, we uh, gotta get into. People are gonna wonder why we didn't talk about that. We're gonna save that because we're gonna we'll actually, get into that in the off season because I yeah. want to let it marinate for a month. Yeah, let it marinate, and plus we had time constriction uh, restrictions yeah. here today. So, nonetheless, Jamie, thank you again, and obviously thanks to everyone uh, listening and tuning in today. You should be, you should already have this on the background when games are on, or maybe have it on between halftime or between games, whatever it may be. Very happy you made us a part of your weekend and just a part of your just your day to hear us. So we always grateful to have our listeners tune in and give us feedback. Make sure you comment below. And we love the support that we've been getting for all of our shows, both on the Canadian side and the American side, and just even worldwide. The reviews we've been getting from friends that are overseas and that we are know, and we hope that everybody stays safe, especially with the times that are going on. Jamie, thank you again. Uh, I'm just going to here to remind listeners to just enjoy some football, but also keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, journey threes, and, Shoot your shots. Booyah.